things to your children before they begin to happen. And so we salute you and we bless your name for your presence in the midst of us. In the tide that is flowing of your power and grace and mercy, thank you for the privilege you have given to us to be part of it. We shall be wet, we shall be soaked, and we shall move in the power of the Most High. And your name shall be glorified. The face of the earth shall see Jesus crucified as a solution in a short time. And mortal man will turn their eyes towards him and cry unto him as their savior in a short time. When the time of the Gentile is fulfilled, and so the sun shall arise. And the times of the Gentile is fulfilled. So Lord, grand even the nations that have been blacklisted and forgotten, in the midst of them shall you be revealed in this season. And you will put an end to every doubt and jokes as the remnant of your church begin to emerge from the dust of the earth, a manifestation of great power. Father, we exalt and bless your holy name. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. This is how God should be worshipped. Whenever we gather together, He takes more worship. We give Him more worship. Then we pray. Today, in our, in our evening Bible study, you are going to be looking at the book of Jonah. Not Job. Jonah. The books of Jonah. Chapter 1 to chapter 4. Not Job. Jonah. And you are going to be learning from Jonah what... I've been teaching by the Holy Spirit from the month of June. We have been looking at the keys to the Father's heart. And we started by looking at the love of God towards us. And then we looked at our love, our response, our love for Him. And we found that during that lecture that we haven't really loved Him fully. We are trying and we need more doses of love for Him. And we recognize that we need to be praying regularly that the Holy Spirit should help us to love the Lord. Because we recognize that this is the fundamental of, you know, every manifestation that a person can, can receive from God. Jesus said that I shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And we exploited that when Jesus said that we should love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our mind, and with all our soul. And then we went into teaching about the seven things about the heart, mind, and your thoughts. Because we recognize the fact that those part of our being is what God demands. Anything that can get your heart can command your thoughts, and it can command your imagination, and it can also dictate your actions. And so we looked at seven things, and today we are completing the seven things that, you know, about your heart, mind, and thoughts. Really, in the book of Jonah that you are going to study today, you are going to be looking at these studies as in the life of the man called Jonah. And also these studies as in the life of, I would say, the three characters in Jonah is God, Jonah, Nineveh. I will together now. So, I will go through it, one, your, the, your heart, we discover that your heart is your treasure house of both good and evil thoughts, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Really, in the book of Matthew, 
twelve thirty-five. Say, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil things. And the second thing is that you can control your heart. You can control your heart. You will not be able to go into the scriptures. Just keep on the seven things on the script, on the board, please. The second thing is that you can control your mouth. And Matthew twelve thirty four says, "Brood of vipers, how can you, being able, speak good things?" So if the fourth scripture says, "Out of our heart, abundance of the heart, or in your heart you have good and evil." And the second one says that brood of vipers, if you are having evil in you, you can never speak good things. So you can know a man from his words. Someone say, I'm born again, I'm born again. It's not by that confession. It is by his actions and the words he, pro- he produces that you can know who is born again or not. I will say something that was sent to me today. Number three, every imagination and thoughts come from the heart. And we see that in the book of Genesis 6, 5. That the wickedness of man was great in the heart, in the, on the earth, and that every imagination of his thoughts, of the thought of his heart, was only evil. So from that scripture we know that every imagination and thought, they have their roots in the heart of man. Number four, you have the power to control your thoughts, therefore. And then Second Corinthians tells us that casting chapter 10 verse 5, 2 Corinthians 10 5, casting down imaginations... If imagination comes from your heart, you have the power to control it. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So we recognize that Christians can control their thoughts. You can't say that I can't control my thought. If you are born again, you have the power to do so. The NIV version says, um, uh, in that scripture, let me get the NIV version to you and read that to you because it's quite very interesting. Second Corinthians ten five. It says we we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. So any discussion that sets itself against the knowledge of God, you demolish it. And then it says and make and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So you can control your thoughts. <clears throat> the next thing that we looked at is that you have the power to control your thoughts. So no Christian can say, the devil made me do something. The devil can't make a Christian do anything. And God cannot make you do anything. It is your choice. Whoever you submit to in your thoughts. And if a thought comes to your mind that is ungodly, you have the power as a born again to control. This is one of the major difference between those who are born of God and those who are not born again. Those who are not born again, Ephesians chapter, chapter 2 from verse 1 to 3 tells us they have no control over themselves. They are under the control of the prince of the air. And that's why they can do all manners of evil. And then after doing it, they say, well, I don't know what made me do it. It's a demon that made them do it. But you are born of God and so you have the power inside you to control your thought. Thank you. You have the power to control your thought. Then number five is, and we looked at under that number four, power of controlling your, your, your thoughts. We looked at scenarios like the prodigal son, and then we looked at um, Proverbs, which we are going to 
end up with today. Number five, you have the power to control your speech. You can't just say that. Why did I say that? No, if you're a Christian, you can control your speech. Because the book of Hebrew uh, says in chapter 4 verse 12, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrows, and is a discerner of thoughts and intent of the heart. So we discover from that scripture that a Christian whose tongue is loose is because you don't have enough word of God in you. It is the word of God that can breathe through your tongue. It is the word of God that can check your tongue so that when you are thinking, as you judge it with the word of God, before it gets to your mouth, the word of God will dislocate it. It will dismantle it. So that the, the thought that is not in line with the scripture, you cannot speak out of your mouth. Talk less, you get angry. You know, people who get angry and then they get violent and all stuff is because they do not have the word of God. If anybody claims that he's born again and you get angry and you misbehave grossly after your anger is because it doesn't mean you are not born again really it is because you are born again because you give your life to christ however christ the word of christ is not living in you because you don't read the bible there are many christians on earth today it is the pastor who reads bible for them because they only know what pastor said but in cft it's not so in this church we have made you read four chapters of the bible every blessed day so if you claim to be part of this household you must be following that timetable and those who have been following it majority of people of course testimonies i've been hearing from them especially during this lockdown it's amazing i really thank god for lockdown though we don't want lockdown anymore because of the effect on the economy of people and also you know continuation of lockdown will give room to the devil because some people have um, those who are not really full of the spirit of god they have this um what do you call it doctors a psychological depression something like that you know they are lonely they don't have a church they don't have people they can relate with they are just in their home and they get depressed and all stuff like that you know which is under psychiatry but those who are born of God, and you, you study the word of God as I've been telling you, it is impossible for things like that to happen to you. The same thing, you know, you are reading the word of God. As you are reading the word of God, I told you to get prayer points from the stories you are reading. And that has helped everyone who have been doing it to grow deeper in God. Really, this lockdown is so profitable for Christ with Tabernacle because Christ with Tabernacle have been able to connect their work across the globe you know together so that they are feeding from the same source now and everybody is growing by himself and when people lead prayer we didn't give them prayer points they lead prayer as they are inspired by the holy ghost but if you look at their prayer their prayers come from the word of god which is very accurate people like that have little problem in life i will get them now so you can control your speech and uh, last week we looked at the case study of the woman the woman with the issue of blood, the, the consequence of speaking with authority, we ended up by, that up by talking about the word of faith. Because you are full of the word of God, you can speak the word of faith all the time. And yesterday, I remember I was saying this to you, that every Christian on earth today must be very careful that you don't speak the word of the press and ignore the word of God. Especially if you are a person who hears from people like me. Anybody who claims to be following the same god i'm serving and you have been hearing me all these years you will know that 
God spoke to me for a period of really when I looked at the calendar, it was 13 years now. God had been telling us after the first crash, a third crash, a, a second, that was the second crash, that another one is coming. And God had been telling us also that, you know, um, um, Scotland is going to pull away. I remind you, go and check those prophecies. So, and that man cannot stop those things. And God had been telling us, I told you that I saw Europe in famine. And people were begging for food. People were queuing for food. There was no food on the shelf. And all that has happened within this year. And I told you that I saw, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, the same thing that happened in Africa when they forgive the debt of Africa. Now Europe, the whole system was disorganized. I told you, verbatim, I'm quoting, and warned you again and again and again and again that you should get close to God because in those days, it is those that, that cling to God that will be saved. And when we came into this year, God told you that this is the year. So God said to me, when I asked him in October last year, what will next year be? He said, the year of new beginnings. Look at that. I thought grammatically this is wrong. When the Lord first told me, new beginnings, I said, why not new beginning? And the Lord repeated himself, new beginnings. So you don't argue with God. He is always correct. And we put it there this year, 2020, the year of new beginnings. Now, did you not see new beginning in America? Has all, not all your, uh, your, your NHS, our NHS is in ruin. They are in they are in tatters. They are really confused. And you know, I know it. All our professors who are geniuses, they lost everything. When this thing hit the whole world, the first thing that happened is confusion. And God said it. He said it will confuse the learned. And then when it hit the economy, all the economies were dry. They didn't know what to do. And so people went into this issue of lockdown, which the scientists say, the first time in our existence, science and economy clashed. And the government of nations didn't know. Lock people down for too long, then you lock them to die in hunger. Become homeless. Not able to pay their rents. Not able to be human. Everything that makes a human taken away from them. And then they die. And then suicide. However, let them to the streets. The whole people will die of plague. So, there is plague in the streets. There is hunger and death at home. What shall we do? Now they came up to say, we don't know what to do. So, there are some for lockdown. There are some for open. So there's a big confusion as God said. Therefore, a new beginning must happen in the administration of government on earth for us to have solution. What about the church of God? The same thing. Churches cannot gather as they used to gather before. I will get them now. So a church who has always been based on every service they come, they collect two, three offerings. They can't do that anymore because people are not even coming. The people, the pastor himself is on lockdown and the members are on lockdown. Apostle and bishop, pope, everybody's on lockdown. And that thing went through everybody. <laughs> it was striking the high and the low. And so, all, God used it to, to cut wings off and to, 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 to prove faith among those who are faithful. So, churches that have not been a, a discipling people who have been pointing people to one man, and people do not have personal relationship with the God of heaven, suffered. 
The churches that are standing as churches where the people are told God. And the time of lockdown, the people grew deeper. There is so much confusion in churches and all manners of theories that does not work was trying about. I'm talking about confession and faith. But thank God for prophetic church. Prophetic apostolic church have no fear. Because it says the lion has roared who will not but speak. The Lord will do nothing without revealing his aids to his servant, the prophet. And so we have full understanding. And when we gathered and prayed, God answered. And death rate crashed. Now they are talking about second wave. It is their own. There will be no second wave. Oh yes. We have decreed it and so it shall be. Now, and I told you strongly yesterday, but you know, God was giving prophecy yesterday and said to you that, look, he said to me to warn you, don't be afraid of what hears you. Don't make your own determination by what the press say, because the press are sincere, but sincerely wrong all the time. Or most of the time, I will say, if your informer is the press concerning the matters that is on now, you will fail. Use your common sense that God has given you, put yourself in the position of the lawmaker, and think about what will you have done in the interest or the best interest of the people. And you will recognize the truth. It's in the Bible. The Bible says, lock up yourself when, I, when plague passed among you. We did so. And after the plague is passed, it said, come out again. So this next one now is the enemy. We are going to crush it. You cannot be afraid of anything. So there is new beginning. Even in your life, in my life, everything changed. We began to advance in technology advance in social media go deeper in god increase and promotion and business ideas you are those who are who are who are business people now able to sit down really reason with the holy spirit and get new innovations and the testimony that i've been hearing in this house is mind-blowing 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 somebody wrote yes this week who is not a member of cft but she said that she went to the hospital um and she got uh, the information that uh, she was uh, uh, positive, COVID positive. And then they took the husband, the husband went there positive. So they, 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 both of them now, terrible fear came. Say, what are we going to do, knowing that there's no treatment for this thing now? So they said that, you know, they just had inspiration, which is God. Turned to the television, he turned to the television and they found me praying, speaking. And when I was praying, I said that everyone under my voice that was sick, I command you, be healed in the name of Jesus. You know, I do that sometimes. And instantly, power of God went through both of them together. The following week, they went for, uh, just about two weeks then, they went for um, uh, another test. And they said, so clear. COVID don't catch somebody and then it disappear in two weeks. Except the divine power of God. But you see, before this week, about four weeks ago, I, mommy was there one day. <laughs> and the Lord came to me and was discussing with me. And when the Lord was discussing with me, you know, we have been reading the word of the Lord came to me. The word of the Lord came to me. The word of the Lord came to me, yes. And as you are praying to her, I'm praying. <laughs> and the Lord began to chat with me. And you see that the Lord in Jonah today. And then, I said, Lord, now I have this opportunity. <laughs> Why don't you give us special grace for healing people who have COVID? <laughs> and I had a smile. And he told me what to do. <laughs> I said, Mommy, Mommy, come, come, come here as the master. Look at what he tells me to do. Oh, Lord. 
It's not what I don't like to do. It's what I don't really like to do. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. But I always shy away from it. <laughs> yeah. And he said to me, go ahead and do that. And when you do that, and this period, and that's it. He said that the grace is with you. You only need to activate it. That God is not just giving grace. The same power that healed the headache is the same power that raised the dead. Is the same power that healed COVID. And so when I was told about this person who received the healing or this couple, I was very, very much elated. So what am I saying to you? That you can control your tongue, your speech. And we ended up last Sunday by talking about that speech. And number six, you have the power to control your actions. And then we looked into scenario of Daniel. But today is the last day. And that's why I have to go through the summary. And then within 15 minutes complete the issue about the last day the last day comprises number seven and the topic for today is principles for victorious living that's the that is the topic for today i am happy with god what about you just to be, just to be. There is a song that came to both of us today, this morning, when we woke up very early at 6 o'clock or roundabout. And it goes with this. We, we can sing it in Yoruba very well. What I've just sang now is, but we're singing this in English. What I what, put the English version on the acetate. What we're just singing now is that, as the God of old spoke in the time of old, that is the song we just sang now. So is he speaking till today. In CFT, no one can tell you that the Bible is a fiction. I am a living manifestation of Bible. The word of the Lord comes to man. I would mean, and when it comes to me, I tell you what he says. Date and time, they happen till today. It caused confusion and chaos for some people in some countries. Because they think that, you know, prophets are just people who come and say, and they begin to rattle from their brain. No, 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 no. If it is God who spoke, it will come to pass. As he shows visions in the Bible, he's doing it here in CFT. He's not only speaking about nature, he's speaking to each one of you. You know what God sang in my spirit this morning? And we're both singing it. Can I, can I just quickly say something, just to encourage us this morning? If you cry, remember, as long as you leave me, I will get up, <laughs> slap that mouth. When I die and I go, rejoice and celebrate. If the Lord tarries... But to the last drop of my blood, Jesus will be preached. The truth shall be known. We live by the truth, not by wealth of man. 
So, you have increased my time. You. Principle for victorious living. Maybe I'll talk more about that next Sunday. But let's see. Number seven of the seven things about heart, mind, and thought. Principles of victorialism. Number seven, you will give account for every careless word. Or you will give account of every careless word. That is the reason why you must not speak when you don't mean it. Matthew 12, 36 to 37. But I tell you that man will have, man will have to give account on the day of judgment. For every careless word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your word you will be condemned. I cannot teach on this today. My time is gone. I will endeavor. My intention is that in October we are going into a new dimension because God spoke about October and we have to pray God's mercy for October so that tragedy will not strike the earth. And God will answer us. We can see the shaking, but it will be done. Now, that scripture I read to you tells you, put that scripture on, please. That is Matthew 12, 36 to 37. Be careful with your tongue. What you speak. What you speak, especially what you speak behind people. You will give account. Let me say this to you when I teach you uh, next Sunday. I will help you to understand the word acquitted. Because that's why I cannot teach this today. And then we'll talk about, you know, condemnation. Acquitted, condemnation. So we'll look at sanctions. And we can understand deeper when we express all those things. But understand that. Why should you give account? Every word I'm speaking now, where am I speaking into? Atmosphere. They remain there for eternity. Until God will destroy this atmosphere. If the Lord tarries and he continues to increase human knowledge, human beings can get to a place where they will devise technology that will retract information from the air. Words. Your words remain with you. That's the reason why if you speak positive words a lot, you will discover that in a few years of your life, your life will begin to change. To the words you have spoken. Whereas if you have spoken negative words to your life, in a few years' time, depression will set on you. The two very, very powerful things, your th- thoughts and your speech, they are so powerful. They can make you and they can break you. They can change adversity into triumph, tragedy to triumph. And also they can destroy wealth and blessing. So we we'll look at that very much deeper next Sunday. Then we we'll look at God, your heart. It is the wellspring of life. And that is the medication for your heart. We look at control or watch your tongue and how you can do that. We look at the danger and benefits of mindset. So it is that we are going to stop when we look at exploring the mindset and the danger and benefits of mindset. How Tiredness, I've said this to you all the time. When someone says, I'm tired, it's a function of your mind. It's not a function of your body. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I reflected to you last week. You know, Pastor Gisar was a military officer in the Navy. And I've had him sometime when, he, when we were chatting together. Tell me about your naval life. And he was telling me when he was sent to India. The kind of training of India. 
you know, military or India. They, tra- they went together for training. And I looked at the young man in this church who is now, you know, one of the promising future of the army in the United Kingdom. At the age of 13, he went to the head of army, by him. he wrote to the head of army and told him that he wants to be a soldier. Uh, and the head of army called him. A 13-year-old boy, write such a constructive letter. He must be intelligent. And the mommy was saying that, how will you do that? And strange enough, the head of army wrote him and said he should come. You know, the office of those people, ordinary man can't just go there. He's not a three-star general. All right? This is a four-star general. And then, the, the, the son said that, they will, you go with me. And they went. And when they got there, the doors were open. They were expecting him. And they watched him, how he was bold, how he walked, how he spoke. And the head of army cross-examined him. And he answered every question. And that man said, I will mentor you. When this foster general mentored 13-year-old boy, go and see him now. They took over his education. But that young man, he grew erect. He does not bend when he walks. You see all other kids who are his age playing all about. He doesn't. He doesn't. Highly disciplined. Highly resolute. And very respectful. They don't teach him respect. Yes, sir. Yes, Yes, ma'am. That's what he does. From that 13-year-old, I think he's 19 or so, 20 now. And the military gave him scholarship. You see, the military training is to change your mind from civilian behavior. Civilians are people who say something and they do something else. Not military men. You, it is zero tolerance in military. You blunder like that, they will deal with you. And there are, they are, they are exercises that they take you to. They will roll you to exercise until you faint. They pour water on your head. You wake up, you continue that exercise. They won't say that, go and sit down. Go and sit down. You came here to be changed. And Christians should know that. When you get that as a Christian, you finish everything about the devil. And you, you finish everything course that God wants you to be. Speaking in tongues, seeing vision, you know, uh, angels walking into you, talking to you, taking to heaven. It is the discipline. Who we'll look at that on Sunday. Don't miss Sunday. Invite your friends. Those of you watching me on television, let me say this you're on the net. Next Sunday, invite every human being that you know to log in. It is going to be serious. Satan will finish. I will naked him. Hallelujah forevermore. I will share with you the information from the bedchamber of the Father. How much God had invested in you and I. And how much God is waiting for us to activate them. And the moment you can activate them. When the Bible says, I can do all things. The Bible is not missing his words. If you are born again, do you know what happened to you? God who created heavens and earth lives inside your body. I understand. If God lives in your body. Jesus really said in Revelations, I and my father will come into you. And it's giving you the Holy Spirit. So in a Christian is the Father who created heavens and earth, the Son and the Holy Spirit. The three embodiments of God inside you. And yet some of us are working like, like dwarfs on earth. It will change next Sunday. I say it will change next Sunday. 
That lecture will help you to look inside and discover what is inside you. And your life will never be the same. Let me tell you, there is no power. And you know, I say this on, on television all the time, that if there is any such power, that thing can defy what I'm saying. Let him come and challenge me. Noah, under heaven, can hinder a child of God. God did not create it. God did not create it. I went to the, to the to do crusade in Ejebulan. All their heads of course came into my crusade. They walked with their feet to my crusade. And they made blunder. Their blunder was that they came in their shrine regalia. And they carried the Asherah pole to my meeting. That's how they have done to minister before me, they said. And they will be honored. When they were coming, they were coming. I was looking at these guys. That these guys made a blunder. They don't know who Alfred is. I am here, God is here. If I'm, if I'm there, God will be there. If I'm not there, God cannot be there. And if I'm here and God is here, I speak as God on behalf of God. It is binding. All of them sat down. Then I said, I changed my message that today, I've all greeted all of them as a human being. And the administrators. And I said today, we want to know who is God. If Satan is God, let us all serve him. But if Jesus is God, let us also. And I began to talk about their God, the gods of Yoruba land. Because I came from Ifa family. My father was, you know, Alan John, if you understand what I'm talking about. My father was a mystic, higher than grandmaster. I explained everything that they know. Then I now said, but all those things are useless. I said, is anyone here who speaks for Satan? Stand up! They were shaking like leaves. They were shaking like leaves. These are people that people dread and fear. Why? Something is inside here. His name is Jehovah. That is the person you have accepted. Satan does not want you to know that God, who made him live inside you. Demons don't want you to know that. That the God who created them lives inside you. And so, when you don't recognize that the God who created those things lives inside you, if there is a storm, you can sleep in the storm, you'll see it in Jonah. Alright? But many believers, because they don't know, they are afraid and scared of what their maker created and why your maker lives inside here. There is no battle you cannot overcome single-heartedly. You plus God, you are made of murder and majority. Let me tell you, in my preaching, those pastors were there, few others were there. Their rod, Asherah rod, went to the floor before I finished. When I began to challenge them, I even told them, kill anybody on this ground if you have power to kill. And I will speak life into that person. It will rise right here. Do it and let's see it. I said, if you cannot do it, you have no more power to intimidate people in the Jebulan. They were shaking like leaves. Do you know why they were shaking? When you begin to boast in God and boom in God, God will look through the eyes of your window of your eyes. They look at you, they will see their maker. And they will begin to be terrified. But it is faith that brings your God into action. It is faith that brings your God into power. Without faith, you can't please him. If you can't please him, he cannot act on your behalf. That's why every information Satan is giving is to terrify you as if he is something, he is nothing. What God created you to be, you must be it. You can be it. Because the one who created that destiny lives inside you to guide you in all your ways if you can listen to him. Discipline. I stop. Let's stand up. Sunday, next week. It is a good thing. It's the beginning of a new month. Let me bless you. 
remember when some fools made fool by the devil came to paralyze me and I was preaching on the altar and as I was speaking you know this is how I speak and some people said that who is he by the way so they gathered together and had a meeting and they said let us paralyze him as they sent paralysis I could not speak in English again and I began to preach in tongues and the moment I started speaking in tongues those who are God's people caught fire you just saw the tongue went all over the church and as I was speaking suddenly the four angels that God assigned to me in ministry held their hands together and they became like a cyclone around me and it was wind was blowing and when the wind was blowing my I mean my I my tongue was firing 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 and suddenly I stopped connected with what is happening I know that the presence is here that was the day that the boy who was crippled with polio from birth the leg grew instantly and the boy started running with anybody touching him and two prophets rose up and they said that while you were preaching the force of them said I saw a spirit of paralysis came in to paralyze you and I saw four angels standing around you and they held their hands together and became like a wild wind and they threw the spirit back and one of the witches screamed we send them we send them so what do you do to the one who was sent to kill you you bring her in separate the man from the devil send the devil out that person gave her life to Christ on the spot what about Shaki rats who was told to kill me we have the video of that one when I came in they sent affliction and then eventually we went to the meeting. When I was in the meeting, I said to Pastor Dakwa, let us go and look for the person who tried to kill me. Pastor Dakwa was here. Look, you have more than two eyes if you are born again. Next Sunday, I will help you understand how to use that eyes of God. And they were following me with other pastors, looking for the person that was sent to kill me. In the midst of crowd, Holy Ghost knew every man. And when we got to the place where that person, the person who was, who, who was sent was behind my head. But she was using another woman who she hypnotized. And the woman that was hypnotized, people were speaking in tongues, power of God was moving, she was like that. She could not blink. So when we got to her, the pastor surrounded her, they began to speak in tongues because they thought she was the one. But Jehovah sees. Look, I'm telling you about God. I'm telling you, you must follow what I tell you. There is so much experience in God that you, all those people who watch horror film, they don't understand. If you are in God, you will see better than horror film. I told pastor, stop, leave this woman alone. When I looked into the eyes, nothing is there. And I could recognize by the spirit that the person that is hypnotizing this woman is right behind my head. I said, Pastor, all of you go behind me because the, uh, the emissary is behind me. And I looked into the eyes and I arrested that spirit of that woman who is the witch. In that other woman. As I say, I burn in the name of Jesus. She's somersaulted. There is power in God who lives inside you. He is the God of better. No power. He says all powers in heaven and earth have been given unto
to me. You say anointing, you have that anointing living inside you. Don't let the devil mess you up anymore. Let me bless you. I testify of you who was and who is and is to come. I testify of you, the God of heaven, who created the seas and the earth. I testify of you, the God of creation, who rides on the wing of the storm. The one who spoke as a rolling lion, and the seven thunders echoed his voice. And who said to John, keep this, don't write it down. For a time is coming that it shall be revealed. The one who walked on the river, on the sea. The one who parted the sea. Then he walked on Galilee. The one who have entered into us. You push us like a drunken man, oh God. When you begin to stir up your spirit within us. I pray for all these people. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Oil poured on the head does not remain there. It flows to the collar. Every unction that God has placed upon me. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Elijah took the man, Elisha took the mantle of Elijah and operated in double in a double dimension of unction. Receive the mantle in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Anyone serving Lord. Who comes into CFT Global as they enter the door of CFT, Father, let it be a covenant between you and I. Dispossess them of everything that is contrary to God, Most High, and put upon them the same garment which you gave me when you appeared unto me. Let it come upon them, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As you have called me, you call them. And you called us into the same family called Christ with Tabernacle. My King and my God. Is it not one man that was cast, three men that were cast in the fire? But what's the fourth one? Where did he come from? That is you, Jehovah Sabaoth. Was it not one man thrown in the lion's den? Who was there before he came? It is you, Jehovah Elohim. You are the very present help. I say in this week, you will find help from God. I say before the end of this month, God will perform miracles in your life. I say the last few days of September, God will make grace abound unto you. For he is the God of Abraham who promises and confirms and fulfills. The promise of God for the month of September is that He will make all grace abound. I say, grace from heaven come down. Abound in everybody. Abound with everybody. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every lack that faced these people, or those listening to me on television, on, on the social media now, every lack that faced them, Lord, I speak as your servant. You said He fulfilled, you fulfilled the prediction of your messenger. I predict that before this time next Sunday, those lack will have been filled. The lacuna of their life shall be filled. The quagmire shall be totally transformed into solid ground in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Some look at me and wonder. That was how I used to look at my fathers in the faith. 
and wonder when I was very young. But Lord, the knowledge you have given me now was not given to them. For in their days, we saw power, but they were not able to communicate how to get it to us. They were not able, they didn't even have time to share their encounter. That to tell us what they saw. But how, what do you do? How do you get it? But in this time, you have allowed knowledge to be given to all mankind because it's the end time church where you will raise everybody. The words that people hear from me, let it transform them. Let those words make them into what you ordained for them to be. Nobody will be a storyteller here. Everybody will be a testifier. Everybody will be a testifier in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Lord will go ahead of you into the last quarter of the month. October, November, December. The fire of God will go before you. The Lord Almighty will arise on your cause. He shall lead you through this year. Everything written concerning you for this year shall be fulfilled in the name of the Lord. If Satan has taken his seat in your house, fire destroy the seat. I overthrow every spirit and every throne that is not of God over your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You are blessed according to his word. For we got all things are possible. Lord, we thank you for your grace and mercy. In Jesus. Anointed name we prayed.